The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here's the news. Beijing Daxing International Airport has announced that it handled over 290,000 inbound and outbound flights in 2023, serving more than 39.4 million passenger trips. The international airport hailed as the new gateway of China saw over 2 million arrivals and departures at its entry-exit port in 2023. By the end of the year, it had opened more than 30 passenger air routes connecting foreign destinations as well as China's Hong Kong and Macau special administrative regions. Of the Chinese mainland residents who used the entry-exit port at Daxing Airport, more than a quarter were from Beijing's surrounding areas, highlighting the airport's continued role as a transportation hub in the Beijing-Tianjin-Hebei region. This is Special English. Two archaeological sites have been unearthed in Hangzhou in East China's Zhejiang province, shedding light on stone processing dating back to the Liangzhu civilization around 5,000 years ago. The two relic sites are the Shenjiali relic site in cities Xiaoshan district and the Shenjiafen relic site in Tonglu County. The Shenjiali relic site revealed the remains of a sophisticated stone processing plant from the Liangzhu culture, where archaeologists uncovered tens of thousands of stone processing byproducts. According to Li Wei, associate researcher of the Department of Cultural Heritage and Museology at Fudan University, the Shenjiali site is close to mountains where stonemasons had direct access to extract stones, and these artisans held high standards, evident in the archaeological findings that showcase many well-executed, semi-finished stone-grinding 
artifacts. As for the Shenjiafen site, over 200 sites have been revealed, including ash pits, tombs, column pits, and stone hedges. The excavation has also yielded 37,000 relics, predominantly stone products from the Liangzhu civilization. Guan Xinyu, the site's executive leader, said that these artifacts encompass various stages of stoneware alongside raw materials and tools, adding that the site once functioned as a sizable stone processing area. The new findings not only provide archaeological evidence for understanding the origin of stone tools in the Liangzhu civilization, but also contribute to the overall analysis and research of the production and circulation of stone tools within this ancient civilization. That is according to Wang Ningyuan, an expert at the Zhejiang Provincial Institute of Cultural Relics and Archaeology. You're listening to Special English. A series of space launches have been drawing crowds to Wenchang in South China's island province of Hainan, igniting a seasonal tourism boom and bringing economic opportunities to local people. Longlo Township in Wenchang City, where the launch pad is located, was relatively obscure to the outside world, with the locals mainly engaged in agriculture and fisheries. Things changed in 2016 with the opening of the Wenchang spacecraft launch site, China's first open coastal space launch facility. Since then, Long Lo has been transformed into a vibrant hub for space enthusiasts. The beach of Qixiu Bay in Long Lo is regarded as one of the best open view sites. Every time a launch is scheduled, throngs of tourists embark on a journey. They fly to the provincial capital, Haikou, before transferring to a high-speed train bound for Wenchang and conclude the trip with a short drive of some 
20 kilometers to reach Long Lo. Then the streets here buzz with activity, with vehicles flooding in and hotels fully booked. Rocket launches have also brought fortune to locals. In the past two years, the town, home to 27,000 permanent residents, has received over 1.5 million visitors. Leveraging the Space Launch Center and coastal tourism resources, businesses have mushroomed across Longlo. Ye Sheng, Deputy Party Secretary of Long Lo, said that the count of hotels and bed and breakfast establishments surged from five to over fifty, while shops multiplied from two hundred and thirty to more than nine hundred. For 29-year-old Zhang Zuoxing, an avid astrophotographer from neighboring Guangdong province, witnessing a rocket launch is not just a visual feast. It's a multi-sensory experience that evokes a sense of wonder and awe. While recalling his first-ever experience of witnessing a rocket launch in 2020, Zhang said that the rocket ascended quietly, and it was a few seconds later that he heard the roaring noise, adding despite the continuous cheers and screams around him, those few seconds made him feel as if he were living in a vacuum. Zhang said it was almost like a dream. As space tourism gains momentum, big companies are tapping into the market. According to Yang Tianliang, Chairman of Hainan International Commercial Aerospace Launch Company, there's tremendous potential in offering space tourism services to ordinary people. To seize this opportunity, the company launched Hainan's first commercial aerospace tourism route last year, allowing visitors to explore the province's commercial space launch site, which is currently under construction. This is Special English. Sideline Story brings you all things sports-related. The hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. 
subscribe to Sideline Story Podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. This is Special English. Foreigners applying to start a company in Beijing can now complete the entire registration process online through facial recognition, according to the city's market regulation authorities. The new policy, which went into effect on January 18th, is the latest move by the Chinese capital to streamline the procedures for obtaining business licenses by foreigners, notably reducing the registration time. Emilia Bywaters. From the United States, became one of the first beneficiaries of the new policy. With the assistance of a staff member at the Government Service Center of Fengtai District, Bywaters completed the registration of a cultural development company. In less than ten minutes, the process involved submitting the company's information and undergoing facial scanning through a WeChat mini program on her phone. Liu Ruo of the Market Regulation Bureau of Fengtai District said. That the entire process for foreigners to get the business license used to take two to three months. Before the implementation of facial recognition, foreign nationals applying for the registration of foreign-funded enterprises in Beijing. Were required to furnish additional proof of identity issued by their home country or region. Alternatively, they could undergo real-time verification by acquiring a bank card in China, and the applicant had to be physically present. For identity authentication, the Beijing Municipal Market Regulation Bureau said that the city will continue to facilitate the process of establishing foreign-funded enterprises to drive the high-quality development of various types. Of business entities. You're listening to Special English. At the break of dawn, amid a bone-chilling temperature in Donggang, 
in northeast China's Liaoning Province, workers were busy picking red and ripe strawberries hidden under the leaves in the greenhouse. Ma Tingdong, head of the Donggang Nongdao Agriculture and Forestry Technology Company Limited, said that after packing, several hundred boxes of strawberries would be shipped overseas via vehicles and planes, and on the next day, the fresh fruit would hit the shelves of supermarkets in Singapore, Thailand, and other countries. Ma noted that this winter saw a surge of overseas orders for strawberries. The company's fresh strawberry exports reached 2 million yuan, about 281,000 U.S. dollars in December 2023, and the value is expected to exceed 3 million yuan in January. The company reached cooperative intentions with clients from Singapore, Indonesia, and other countries at the 20th China International Agricultural Trade Fair in November 2023, starting to cultivate strawberries a century ago. The icy northeast city of Donggang has become China's largest strawberry production and export base, according to the Donggang Agricultural and Rural Bureau. Local strawberry production area has reached 200,000 mu about 13,333 hectares, with an annual production of 300,000 tons. In the fourth quarter of 2023, the sales of fresh strawberries reached more than 2 billion yuan. Jiang Zhaotong, Deputy Director of Liaoning Strawberry Research Institute of Science and Technology, said that Donggang's strawberries are popular for their plump shape and sweet taste, thanks to the favorable natural conditions for strawberry planting. Jiang explained that with Changbai Mountain blocking the cold air from the north and the Yellow Sea bringing warm and humid air from the south, Donggang enjoys a mild climate compared with other northeast cities. He added 
that sufficient sunlight, rainfall, and fertile soil rich in organic matter make the city conducive to cultivating high-quality strawberries. New technology applications have also advanced the productivity and quality of strawberries. Jiang said that through a smart temperature monitoring system, farmers can now monitor and control the temperature inside the greenhouse on their mobile phones. Da Donggang Customs has launched a special green channel for the time-urgent clearance of fresh strawberries, expediting declaration and inspection procedures to minimize the clearance time. Ma said that it only takes less than half a day to complete customs clearance, which is the best preservative for strawberries. This is Special English. That's the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read one of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. A series of space launches have been drawing crowds to Wenchang in South China's island province of Hainan, igniting a seasonal tourism boom and bringing economic opportunities to local people. Longlo Township in Wenchang City, where the launch pad is located, was relatively obscure to the outside world, with the locals mainly engaged in agriculture and fisheries. Things changed in 2016 with the opening of the Wenchang spacecraft launch site, China's first open coastal space launch facility. Since then, Longlo has been transformed into a vibrant hub for space enthusiasts. The beach of Qixiu Bay in Longlo is regarded as one of the best open view sites. Every time a launch is scheduled, throngs of tourists embark on a journey. They fly to the provincial capital, Haikou, before transferring to a high-speed train bound for Wenchang and conclude the trip with a short drive of some 20 kilometers to reach Longlo. Then, the streets here buzz with activity, with vehicles flooding in and hotels fully booked. Rocket launches have also brought fortune to locals. In the past two years, the town, home to 27,000 permanent residents, has received over 1.5 million visitors. Leveraging the Space Launch Center and coastal tourism resources, businesses have mushroomed across Longlo. Ye Sheng, Deputy Party Secretary of Longlo, said that the count of hotels and bed-and-breakfast establishments surged from 5 to over 50, while shops multiplied from 230 to more than 900. For 29-year-old Zhang Zuoxing, an avid astrophotographer from neighboring Guangdong province, Witnessing a rocket launch is not just a visual feast. It's a multi-sensory experience that evokes a sense of wonder and awe. While recalling his first ever experience of witnessing a rocket launch in 2020, Zhang said that the rocket ascended quietly, and it was a few seconds later that he heard the roaring noise, adding despite the continuous cheers and screams around him. Those few seconds made him feel as if he were living in a vacuum. Zhang said it was almost like a dream. 
As space tourism gains momentum, big companies are tapping into the market. According to Yang Tianliang, chairman of Hainan International Commercial Aerospace Launch Company, there's tremendous potential in offering space tourism services to ordinary people. To seize this opportunity, the company launched Hainan's first commercial aerospace tourism route last year, allowing visitors to explore the province's commercial space launch site, which is currently under construction. This is the end of today's program. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace.